On Second Shot, we tackle two new headlines every week to find out what kind of wisdom the world is dishing out today. And we want you to be a part of that. When you see a headline you want to take a second shot at, or if you're looking for advice, or just want to tell us what you think of the show, email us at secondshotcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, rate us on iTunes. This helps us move up in the ratings so more people will see us. And if you want to hear more, subscribe to the show so that the new episodes will get straight to you every single Friday. We love you. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Heath Oaks is a millennial mogul whose ignorance on fire led him to fail his way to success. Jenny Anchando is an Emmy award-winning journalist whose sharp eye and biting wit have led to her storied career in television. Together, they tackle today's headlines in a way only an odd couple with a dash of perfect opposite can. So kick back, relax, and join the conversation. This is Second Shot with your hosts, Heath and Jenny. All right, second shooters, I'm back in the saddle edit here with my lovely, most beautiful co-host, Jenny. <laughs> hey, babe. Hey, everybody. We're sitting in our new little, uh, what we call the spirit corner in our room now. Spirit spot. Spirit spot. Dun, dun, dun. I can't take credit for it. Um, our friend Tiffany Hendra has a spirit spot. Oh my gosh, you guys can hear Charlie. They're just making it less spiritual. Yeah, he's <laughs> over there trying to get his rub on. <laughs> It's okay. He's still cute. Oh, he is. So we are finally starting to get stuff into our house, furniture. Yeah. And now we have these couple chairs in our room. And I am kind of liking the Zen vibe over here. We have a plant. We have a poof. Poof. Poof is important. <laughs> I love those poofs. I just learned about it when we went to that yurt. I never knew what those were. And then I just thought that we needed one in our little spirit spot. So here we go. So this one is going to be a different kind of uh, uh, than our regular podcast. You know, not only... Is it, there's been a couple that it's been Jenny and I just, you know, doing a recording at the house and, and kind of doing it. And, and, um, with everything going on this year, we, we've done this probably every new year's, but, but, but for all the new listeners that maybe haven't listened back, this will be, you know, not a complete replay. We've got some new updates some new things and ideas, but we really want to go over, um, Jenny and I's, um, tradition on new year's Eve. We, we never go out on new year's Eve. We spend it in the house open a bottle of wine, relax, and do our vision boards and want to talk about um, vision boards. I mean, when I was first introduced to it, I was told it was something that you build forever, right? It's a one-time thing that's for a lifetime thing, but we, Jenny and I, do it differently that we, we do one yearly, um, and we hang them up throughout the year in a spot where we see them, pass them off, and look at them and, and all that. So we're going to kind of go over some of our, you know, tips tricks and ideas around vision boards that we think is a great tradition to do on new year's eve you know especially being in a relationship too what's great about it is that you get to know your spouses or your significant other maybe it's just a good friend whatever that you get to know what their dreams and goals are for that year so that you can help be on board with getting them there right yeah like last year i put on some shoes that i really wanted and so he knew about my vision he could buy them for me for a gift <laughs> and i did <laughs> he did yeah i mean it is true because you know the truth is like we evolve as humans, but we don't always take time to check in to see how goals and dreams and visions have evolved. And so sometimes you might think that your partner is going for one thing, but really that particular dream has fizzled for one reason or another, which is not bad, by the way. Um, that's how life should be. We shouldn't always be the same. Um, but then it's almost like I think that's how you can have a disconnect 
is like you never, like you get married and you ask each other, what do you want to do with your life that one time? And then you go about your lives and, and never find out like, oh wait, like they're unhappy in their job and they want something different. Or like they're craving a new hobby or, you know, they're really excited about music all of a sudden, or they want to open this store or just whatever the thing is. And so it is kind of fun to look at the vision boards and, um, and see what your partner or your family member, you know, a, a mother, a daughter, a, a son, a cousin, just a best friend, just check in with people. Um, and also it's a hundred percent okay if your vision board looks very similar year to year. Like, yes. like it's okay that if every year you're still striving for these certain things or you're not, it's, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be, um, you know, a massive kind of change every year. It can be a hundred percent on something that you are still going for and looking for. Yeah, I think that sometimes people avoid this sort of thing because they don't want to set themselves up for disappointment. But yeah. the good thing, like just, I, I think the biggest message, and I've struggled with this off and on for years too, the biggest message is this isn't a, this isn't a goal board. That's a totally different yep. thing. And, and I believe in goal setting, structured goal setting that's specific and measurable and attainable and realistic and time sensitive and all of those things that you want in a goal. But this is more like just visionary. It's bigger. It's more, um, ostentatious it's more grand you know it's more like it can be selfish it can be selfish and it can be wild Mm -hmm. and it can be selfless it's really like yours and I think what this process has done for me too is it's actually taught me about what what I actually want and I I I don't know Heath I don't know that you struggle with this as much as as I have over the years is like sort of going for things because I think you should go for them as opposed to like going for them because I want them and I I know what I want, but, but occasionally I will veer off course because culture, society, you know, whatever tells me that I should do another thing. And so I think that like this practice reminds me to look at what would actually make me happy. So like basically just saying that, you know, that I don't give two rips about what anybody else thinks, Yeah, (laughs) which is true. I mean, that's a great quality, right? Um, it's a great quality. Um, but I do care what people think. And so I think it's easier to have and I don't think it's bad to care what people think I mean no I agree you know it's like you gotta have friends and (laughs) that kind of stuff but um but it reminds me like if I look at the board if I look at the board um I want to be like so excited thinking what if that actually happened like so so that's sort of how I'm framing it this year is a bunch of different what if questions like what if Okay, so here's something Heath knows and you guys probably know because I've been trying to speak this into existence for a while now what if I had a private chef what if I got to have healthy, organic, home-cooked meals for my family every single day that I did not have to prepare myself ever? What if? That would make me really happy. So like, that's something that's going to go onto my vision board. Is that going to happen in 2021? Eh, probably not, but I'm going to put it on there because I want to start getting comfortable with the idea that that's something like I really want. Or what if... Um, you know, like, like a couple years ago, I never would have imagined that I wouldn't work weekends. I thought that was like my lot in life because yeah. I had done it for so long, Heath, and I never had a weekend off. So I started to imagine what if, what if I had a life where I was off every single weekend and now that's a part of my life, but at the time I, I don't know that I even felt worthy of it. You know, it's almost like 
because I had one good thing, it mean that, meant that I had to have some other bad things in my life. And, and I just think that going through this vision board process helps me to realize that I can have lots of good things and you're not punished for having good things and you can desire more for yourself or for your family or for, you know, in terms of generosity, in terms of, of giving. So, um, and it's also just what the, one of the biggest keys, I believe, like we in, in the old house, we're going to figure out where we're going to put them in the new house. But in the old house, we used to hang them in the laundry room because we would always walk in and get Charlie's stuff to go walk or, you know, get in the laundry, doing all those things, and you always saw it. And, and what, I, what I think is key is that I would catch myself on the days that I was down more than anything, that, that it caught my eye, and I would stop for a minute staring at it more than usual whenever I was down, and it would kind of lift me some of going, no, you have dreams. You're, you're going for this. You need to... Suck it up, Buttercup, and mm-hmm. and and get after what you're trying to go after and mm-hmm. what you're trying to do. It was a nice reminder, especially. I feel like it. I, I I stopped and stared at it more on the on the days that I was down, and it always picked me up in some way. That's interesting to remind you of like what you're doing. Here. Yeah, like well, what's what the point for. of all this? Yeah, yeah. That's that's really good. I think it's also you have to be encouraged that knowing again this isn't something you're expecting to have happen in a year so don't be disappointed if 2021 comes in and, and stuff you like don't board. put the exact same thing up there next year yeah almost. And you don't have something different or if there's something on there that you really want that didn't happen well then maybe that's where you need to put that into a specific goal but we're talking about like huge just like visions um they can be like more abstract too right it could be like you want to live on the water somewhere or you want to spend a lot of time in the mountains or you want to like not spend a lot of time working whatever you know i don't know your visions but um and now to you that some of the things that most typically people do with the vision board like you go to your target or whatever and you can find a picture frame um you know a nice size um little frame that's kind Mm -hmm. of you know kind of whatever you however size you want and then what we've always done is the the little piece of paper it comes in there with it with the little portrait we flip it over and use the white side to to cut paste do all that and put the stuff on um on the board and one thing that most people do and we did in the beginning really was have a lot of magazines and you go through magazines and cut out things that speak to you and how it is. However, I also found out within the last year or so that what was easier was that I had ideas and things I wanted. And what I did was I just Googled mm-hmm. pictures of what I wanted, printed them off and cut them out and put them on there. It was easier than going to buy magazines or having them stacks of them laying around for me. I mean, and you can do whatever speaks to you the most because what's most important is going through it putting them down on a piece of paper and then talking through it with your significant other and hanging it up and looking mm-hmm. at it. And if, and, and if you're on a solo journey with it and, and if, and, and if, or if you have things that you have a vision for, but you're not yet bold enough to share it with somebody, you can put it in a private spot Yeah. too. I, I like the, the sharing process, but obviously everybody's in a different spot. So don't feel like, Oh, I don't have somebody to share it with. And, and when you we can, say vision board, it doesn't have to be big. If you want to, 10 by 10 picture frame because you just want a couple things on there to do that. But I think it's just important to have something you visually want to go after. Like my original vision board would drive most people absolutely insane. (laughs) I've kept it all these years. I think it's, it could almost be 20 years old. You guys, um, look at, I still haven't, man, I still haven't gotten the set of knives. We have the crummiest knives. Like I am not like, I don't know what our thing is. It started with both of us, growing up with no money yeah. <laughs> i don't know i don't know what it, I, I, we've i've always had terrible knives and i so i put this on here like 
15 years ago. That's a lot of things have happened from my vision board, but we still have really terrible knives. But mine's like super messy, kind of all over the place. That would drive some people crazy and it would not really, you know, to, to quote Marie Kondo, it would not spark joy for them. So if you want to do something really neat and organized and, and small and succinct, then that totally works. It's just the other thing that I've been hearing about people doing that I think is such a cool idea is they're doing a vision video. For people that don't want clutter or they live a really digital life, et cetera, et cetera. So they'll put like, for example, they'll pull video or, you know, pictures and put it together in like, um, you know, whatever editing software you use and put together a video, maybe showing their family or them spending time with their family, um, some music that really speaks to them that sort of gets in that, them in that mode to visualize. Um, the only thing I will say, like, that seems like just, for very smart technical people too. I like well, my simple. you can no, no, because look at I was able to do that one on Viva Video. If you guys are looking for one Viva Video, if you're not tech savvy like me, or you can hire. Zach I just like the picture. The part of it is it's seeing it all the time. That, so then well, you got to remind you, yourself to go look at it. You have to watch the video every day. You guys, this does yeah. not work. Like it doesn't work if you do it. On but that's why it's great to doing it on a board style and hanging it up somewhere where you see it every day. You want to think about it. But yes, you're you're right. You know what I mean? Like for the person, it's like I'm not going to make a board. Yeah. Maybe you put together a video. Um, the other thing that I love that I think I may try to do, although I hate to replace Heath and Charlie and Brighton on my <laughs> screensaver, <laughs> but I may put up my vision board as my screensaver because that's, that's not another a bad way. Idea at all. Like legit how many times a like day that. do you look at your phone no for sure i think that's a great idea a bazillion times um something that i think this process has helped me with is to start to become comfortable with the things that i do want and expressing them out loud like this silly thing that i keep kind of joking about with like the private chef like you guys i'm you guys realize i'm definitely going to have a private chef at someday you guys realize that right <laughs> you I, I i don't doubt it i mean like this a cup, and, and I realize some of you hearing this are going to think that I'm obnoxious, but but <laughs> it's also like, this is what I want. But that's a part of it, is we all got things that we want, and you you, you can't be ashamed or, or anything of if you if worried about other people thinking it's obnoxious. It's just... And that's what, what, yeah. what saying it out loud has done for me, mm-hmm. is it's allowed me to start feel com- feeling comfortable with it and feeling okay with it and feeling like, you know what, there's this is just an evolutionary journey because of course initial me judges it and says that's selfish that's unnecessary why would you need that cook for your own family you know but then I'm like no when I think of all the things that would save me time and bring us like family togetherness like that is it I don't care how crazy it sounds and I can't believe that I'm uh just saying it out loud as much as I am but I was thinking about this in the example of like for example, again, I don't know that Heath has issues with this, but for the people of you who, who do, or the people listening who do, where, like, for example, going to ask your boss for a raise. To me, like, if if I just one day got up and realized, you know what, it is time for my review, like, I'm going to go in there and ask for that such, such and such percentage raise, I would be freaking out. However, if every day for a year, six months, I don't know, a couple weeks, I got up every day and I saw the visualization of me going to my boss, asking for a raise, explaining why, going through what I do in a day, going through, you know, A, B, and C in terms of why I know that, that I have earned this, then I would just go in there with such poise and confidence as opposed to if I just woke up one day and did it. So this sort of allows you to become comfortable with the things that you desire. Does yeah. that make sense, that analogy? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, I, I go back to, um, you know, 
I go back to the first thing that really was the first kind of visual thing that I, I was living in a uh, trailer park in Tyler, Texas, two of my buddies in a single wide trailer house, and I was in a, looking at a magazine, and I was probably, I had to be 18 or 19, 19 probably, mm-hmm. and as I'm and, and and it was literally the night after one of my buddy, one of the guys that lived with me's truck got broken into and stolen because obviously we did not live in the most, the best, you know, kind of area uh-huh. in the world. And, but it was cheap. We could afford it. And that's what we did. Flipping through that magazine, I saw this picture of these huts. I love this story over so much. This blue, most amazing blue water I've ever seen in my life. And it said, you know, Bora Bora. And it was... And I'd never heard of Bora Bora. I had no clue where it was. But I just saw that picture and was like, wow. I cut that out. And I put that on a little board next to my bed. And I carried that with me. And again, I never, I didn't go look up, where's Bora Bora? Any of that. Honestly, I didn't. I just said, one of these days I'm going to this hut. Um, so this is probably in 2007, I bet. Mm-hmm. Or six. 2006, 2007. Had that picture forever. Uh, fast forward to... 2014, maybe? 2015? Probably. Probably 2015 ish. 2014, mm-hmm. 2015. About 10 years. Um, eight, nine, Jenny ten and years I later. had been, uh, we were engaged and stuff, and I said, you know what, hon? This year, um, this was like in December. So we're, in, in next year, I'm taking, we're, we're, we're booking this board board trip because I've had this thing forever, and this is, and, and that next week at our company wide deal, they announced that the top award winner would be going to an all-paid Bora Bora trip for for the year after that. So I said, okay, we're not going this year, honey, because I'm going to win this trip. Now, understand, out of a company of 10,000 people, you got to be basically in the top 50 to do that. Um, but I said, we're going to get there, and we did. And we got to go, not only did we get to go stay in those huts over that beautiful blue water, but we got to do it for free. Mm-hmm. And... To this day, that is still the most amazing trip I think I've probably ever been on. Oh my gosh, me too. I and I praise the Lord that you manifested that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know what's funny, babe? I actually told I did a vision board workshop for all the girls in my Safe Swaps and Clean Beauty group, and I told that story, but I told it kind of wrong. So if you're hearing it both ways, sorry, I got some of my facts. I mean, the base the basic premise of it is the same. I got some of my facts incorrect so sorry for the fake news on that. <laughs> but I should have had you come into my workshop and tell the story but I really think that it's it's a beautiful thing because you looked at that little rip out all yeah. the time right and you thought oh, about yeah. it all the time like and it, it's sort it of stays next that, to my bed forever that what if question what if like what if I actually did something like this how great would that be? and I never looked into the actual logistics of it all I just said I'm going and I didn't even know where Bora Bora was I never I just said one day I'm going and and that year, it made that call that we were going to book it because we had the money to do it, we were going to do it, and then it was a free trip. I mean, how much even better was it? Not only was it free, but that it was just, and it was probably about 10 years after the first time I saw it that it happened. And I really think that what happens is the, the world, you know, conspires to help you. When you yeah. have a specific dream and a specific goal in mind, and you, you have positive energy going toward that, it, the, the world follows. Like, you know, in a in an ethereal sense, but also just like in a basic human sense where good people want to help people and they see you and they know you've got specific dreams and goals and aspirations and, and good people like to 
you know, make that happen. So that's part of the, the tangible aspect of it too. And one other thing I want people to understand, a lot of these people will go, um, we'll sit there and think, oh, well, yeah, you sit there and think about something and it happens or, or whatever. Let me explain something to you. It's like the question when people say to a successful person, how much do you think was luck and how much is skill? The truth is luck happens to all of us, whether you like to believe that or not. However, the people that have crafted their skill and are prepared to receive the luck are the ones that it looks like the luck happened to. But it does happen to everybody, so you have to be prepared for it. So if, you, if I would have just looked at that picture mm-hmm. and I wanted to stay in that trailer park and wait tables for the rest of my life and never do anything else, the likelihood of that happening was not going to. However, because I saw that and said I wanted that, I made jumps and leaps and things that others wouldn't do in order to get to a part, a, a, a piece of my life that was successful enough to be able to have that trip. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to sit here and act like, oh, look, you just have some stuff you want to do and boom, magically it happens. No, what it does is it helps when, when you have visualizations of things you want, it reminds you to stay more disciplined to going after what you want and to actually make the leap when the leap happens to go because Luck bounces all of our way. However, some people have practiced and are ready to receive the luck, and some are not. I 100% believe wholeheartedly everybody has a chance, and luck comes their way. Some are prepared. Some have done the work to lead up to it, and some haven't. And so believing and seeing and visualizing it will help keep you disciplined to mm-hmm. getting the goals and the, doing the actions that it takes for it to happen. Mm-hmm. So I just mm-hmm. want to kind of make that clear that we're not saying believing that you just see something and it just right, manifests. It just no, no, yeah. seeing it makes you do the actions and the mm-hmm. discipline to do it. Well, honestly, seeing it, like seeing the board reminds me when I want to go sit and watch The Bachelor for three hours at night to go work on my side business. You know what I mean? Like me watching The Bachelor is going only going to help the Bachelor. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But it's time. There's times you need to. I know take, I need yeah. downtime, and I've been. I need to probably well. add. I probably need to add some more of that in. But it also just. I mean, it's like for example, I've I've implemented a new thing that I'm going to try to do with scrolling on my phone. Like I know I spend way too much time scrolling on my phone. Heath just got me. You guys don't be mad at him for this gift. Trust me, it's the best gift possible. He got me a portable treadmill like where you I can wheel it around to any room so I'm like you know what if I want to scroll like spend my kind of zone out time on my scroll I'm gonna walk on my treadmill you know it just this vision board reminds me of what I want in my life so that I'm not just piddling away my life so I'm not which I'm not really prone to anyway yeah yeah. I've said a lot of self-deprecating things but I'm definitely not one to piddle away a life I tend to be you know absolutely on the opposite end but still I like to to spend my time intentionally yeah. And and not waste it. And I think the board helps it. I did want to go over a couple crazy things, babe. I pulled out, I pulled out like a lot of my boards. And I think sometimes I can be down on it, like, oh man, I put this on here, it didn't really happen yet, or whatever. Um, do you see that purple piece of paper at the back of it from mm-hmm. my first ever vision board? Do you see yep. what it says? No. Phoenix. This is wild, you guys. Um, I always wanted to work in Phoenix. It was a, it was like just a huge goal of mine. I ended up working in Tucson, which is like Phoenix's littler, not as respected sister. <laughs> Although I loved living in Tucson. It's probably um, one of my favorite cities I've ever lived in or worked in. But um, I actually got called out for an interview a good 15 years later after that happened, which is wild. Then the pandemic happened and then I got this new job. So that didn't, that didn't come to fruition. But it's just interesting to see how that can sort of 
continue to manifest and how I continue to let people know, like if there's work in Phoenix, I mean, you know, listen, we're not going anywhere. We love it here, but it was just interesting to get that opportunity. The other thing that I was noticing on my, um, my board from last year, when I did the board last year, I did not have a job. I was, I was actually, I was working on my, you know, safe swaps group and, um, with the clean beauty business and all that kind of stuff, but I did not have a full-time job, but I was just bold enough to put second shot and gone viral. And I didn't really know what that meant or what it was going to, I just wanted second shot to be, you know, become something bigger. And as you guys know, it's a part of a daily TV show here in Dallas. So that's kind of crazy. Like (laughs) it's kind of crazy in a year. The the picture of this exact house we're sitting in right now recording this has been on my vision board for three years now. <laughs> I know. You know? And and that's just a per se too that that's thing is your your vision may not cap in that one year, but it's mm-hmm. literally the exact picture of like this that we're sitting in right now recording this and stayed disciplined to doing the things which I can guarantee y'all it was not easy for me to stay disciplined to it. I really wanted to do a lot of angry bad things many times over this process <laughs> but sitting in it right now recording this makes it all worth it yeah I mean, isn't it cool to be able to sit mm-hmm. here and record our show um the other thing i think my favorite thing from my board from last year is i put clean beauty friends i just sort of embarked on this journey in this you know side business and i didn't really know if it was going to be a business or if it was just going to be like a thing and um a month later, I ended up going on the retreat with this company that I've been working with and um, and meeting, like, I, like a couple of the gals, I talk to almost every single day. Yeah. And, and through the pandemic, that's been so amazing because I don't, like, I literally don't see any friends. And I, I don't want to, like, everybody, you do you, you know, I, I don't, you know, like, truly, you do you. For me, I've just kind of chosen to lay low and just work and spend time with family and all that kind of stuff. But it's been such a lifesaver to have these friends that I've met through this business. And that was not what I expected. Like, at, like was that, did I go into it looking for friends? No, no. like, I have friends. I don't yeah. know. It was just, it was, that, that's sort of like an unexpected thing. And to have this unexpected supportive community that I never knew existed coming from the world of, of broadcasting, which is, you know, I have some great broadcasting friends, but it's not exactly like a kumbaya kind of group you know nobody's calling to check on me nobody cares about my mental health nobody cares about my well-being you know what I mean and this like whole the safe swaps group and all that kind of stuff has just been so like an unexpected blessing so I look at that board and think wow that really did you know not everything on the board has come to fruition but um but that definitely did um and so did new home you know it's funny because you also talked about you know kind of that you think probably that people think the most um audacious thing the private chef you know it's been on all years yeah i've always had like a jet on mine <laughs> yeah true <laughs> well like, i hope you get that too <laughs> I, yeah i hope you get the private chef and i get the jet if we got a jet and a private chef then we're doing all right yeah and it's just it's just funny you know our wants are just so unique and so individual and this process i look back on some of my other boards and i'm like i can't believe i put that on there i know i know me better now and yeah. i know i don't even yeah. actually want that and that's, that's also part of the good thing to do is that great. you can know you better Yes, it's great to me know me better and to know and to know the things that I need to work on, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I just hope that this is encouraging to you guys in a, in a time of year where there's so much pressure on like achieve, achieve, achieve. This process is about like inner, like looking mm-hmm. inward, finding out what you actually want, 
taking the time to put pen to paper, to put pictures to paper, video, however you want to visualize it, and then just go forward with a year with something really beautiful that you can look at every day and think about your, you know, your actual desires. Yeah, and I think that when in year 2020 where everybody's so negative and and, and and there's a lot of reasons for some people to be down, but it's also, you know, you can only be down for so long before you got to pick yourself up and get after it. And I think, um, I think as a, a, if you're married out there or if you have a spouse, I think that this is a, should be a key foundation to your relationships of your annual um just board. like a check-in. You, you, yeah. you, you, this is, it's a great that we put, Jenny and I put our boards together and we sit down and we talk about it and it's really great to know because it's very easy to look up and, and, and realize that, um, you know, you're still talking about that uh, treadmill she wants when she's like, I don't want a treadmill. I hate running now. And it's like, <laughs> holy crap, you didn't check in in a long time, yeah, right? right? You know what I mean? And that yeah. happens, but that's what this does. This helps make sure you're up to date with what your spouse wants so that you can do everything you can to help them mm-hmm. get what they want. And, and, and in return you know, they'll be doing the same. So mm-hmm. it's always great to have that person in your corner. I think it's good. And we talk about wants and desires. Just like, I, I think I said this, but I don't know. I've done like three different vision board workshops today. So I want to make sure that I point this out too. It can be in the realm of generosity or it can be in the realm of your spiritual journey or your mm-hmm. faith or that you want to... There's no rules. Friends, there's no rules. So just think big. Just because, you know, he said jet and he's obnoxious, you know, I mean, <laughs> you guys can do just you know, do whatever you want. Maybe it's, again, like maybe it's friendships. Like, I don't know what made me put out there. Like I want these friends in this clean beauty world because I didn't even know what was going to become of yeah. it. And it's really been like a nice, you know, sort of online community. And um, it's just, oh, I just, I hope you guys take the time to do it and let us know, you know, what you think of it. It might feel a little silly at first, but just like do it anyway. <laughs> Join the Second Shot Facebook group, please. And, and. Oh or- yeah, we can post them. You know, and, and post it if you decide to do it. Um, and, and post and show us yours if you want to. If you're not comfortable with it, don't worry about it. You know, just maybe go to the group and let us know that, hey, I like it. I'm going to be doing mm-hmm. that or, or et cetera. And, and, and don't think too – if you're one of those really smart analytical people, don't think into it too hard. <laughs> True. There, there are zero rules, big, small, tall, uh, you know, cut out pictures of magazines, printing them off, whatever. It doesn't matter. The point is doing the process and having something to look at visualize and see for the next year of the things that you want. And that's what's key. Do not overthink it. <laughs> Don't overthink right. it. I totally agree. Um, happy new year, you guys. Thank you as always for being just like a part of our lives, a part of our community. We love checking in with you in the Facebook group. I hope you join. It's facebook.com slash group slash second shot. Um, we're also posting motivational quotes and information on all of our different second shot sit downs. We have had like some crazy powerhouses. We should have done a review of all the like awesome really <laughs> yes killer people we've had. Um, we just had an interview drop with Ann Chow, who's the CEO of AT and T Business. She talks about how she she was shot down That's like huge. five times. I mean, it's freaking phenomenal that she like came on our show. She was shot down five times, and then you know finally got a job. You know, in the sector she wanted and rose to the top. We've had. I mean, it, oh, in, in 2021, like, it's getting even better. Loving it. Uh, so excited. So anyway, thanks, you guys, and Happy New Year. We're just wishing, you know, the best for you and that some some positive lessons were learned during this year and just, you know, moving on to 2021, that it's just going to be a better year for everybody. Leave us a rating and review, please. 
please. <laughs> we need ratings and reviews. They help everybody see the show. Um, but like Jenny said, Happy New Year. Um, 2020 wasn't the best for everybody. But I pray that you can take time to look at and see the good things that did happen, even if they are small. Look at them, reflect on them. And, and we all know that 2021 can be something bigger and better and greater for your life. Everybody, you know, the perp- you have a better purpose. You have a bigger purpose, and you don't let others tell you any different. Happy New Year. We love you. We'll see you next time. Thanks.